0: This episode contains adult language, mature situations, modern interpretations of classic manga, reimagined side characters that are more confident, the evil machinations of the Panther Claws crime syndicate, crazy fan service, and transforming warriors of love and justice. Listener discretion is advised. Honey! Yeah. Honey a go-go. Hey guys, it's Zan. Before this episode officially starts, I just want to let you guys know that I re-edited this episode after the release of the new Cutie Honey series, so I've added some of the background music from the new series, because I know it's very different than using the original Otagai music, but you had to add it because it is such an important addition to the icon that is Cutie Honey. So even though the date is for about a week before the episode aired, we're going to have that music in the background, so I do apologize. Let's get back to old Zan in the past. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and varying reviews about connectically enhanced narratives. This is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, Buongiorno. and what's up. Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful, amazing podcast. And more importantly than that, this is a pretty cool episode because this is a little bit of a weird retro review because we're talking about a manga... That we talked about a long time ago, actually back in episode 85, which, well, it's a kind of a reimagining of that, but I am getting a little ahead of myself, uh, thank you for joining us, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome, Spirekin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connected enhanced narratives, every episode I'll talk about one or two manga titles and tell you the pros and cons about it, how the characters are, the art style is, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-hosts say, but we try to be informative, inventive, educational, and more importantly that, impartial as possible, even though sometimes that doesn't always work. You know, sometimes it's a really good manga, or if it's a really terrible manga. You know, you have to be either really impartial or really non-partial, but I try to be as even-handed as I can be. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email me personally at sparkin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram... Apple Music, Spotify, Player.fm, Stitcher, YouTube, and several other social media sites. And, of course, I can't forget our main website, www.spirekin.com. You can email me personally at xan, that's xan, at spirekincom And that's S-P-R-A-K-E-N. And if you want to leave some show notes or if you really want to do something cool, if you're following us on Instagram or Twitter, tag us and hashtag Spirekin, So I know you guys are listening and you guys are into it. And I'd really appreciate it. Now, so let's get into the episode at hand, shall we? Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga, and a dictated to be reviewing a manga that was written... Well, orig- the original story was based off of a story by Go Nagai. But this new version was written and illustrated by Shinpai Itoi back in 2005 to 2007. But we have it released here now in... 20, well, 2018 by Seven Seas. Originally it was published by Go Nagai Shimpaihoi Dynamic Fusion Publications. And the really awesome and weird part about this is there's two volumes. Well, over here we have an omnibus of, of that's one volume, but there are two volumes. But they were going to do originally three, so it's not complete. And you can see it isn't complete because the story ends on a bit of a cliffhanger. And it's setting up for the next part, and he's like, there is no next part. And this is a shoujo teen magical girl manga series, and more importantly than that, this is one of the most popular and quintessential transforming magical girl series. And what am I talking about? I am talking about Cutie Honey-A-Go-Go, the reimagining, readaptation of Cutie Honey. Now, the original Cutie Honey came out in the 60s, and this is the third adaptation of it. There's one in the 90s and the 80s, and then there's this version. And this tells the story of, well, the evil Panther Claw organization who is trying to rule and destroy the world for reasons that we don't really know. We know bits and pieces, but we don't know much. When the manga opens up, Panther Claw has declared war on the world for not following their demands, and they are causing problems by levitating trains and smashing them against the ground. Why are they doing that? Because one of Panther Claw's minions, Batfly Claw, who looks like a cat with bat wings, has the ability to touch things and smash them against the ground. Now, who can stop this evil, insidious group? Well, at first, there is the Public Security Bureau. Their liaison, Aki Natsuko, is trying to take charge of the situation when Batfly Claw shows up, and she's going to teach her a lesson. She talks to her and says... Hey, you stop doing that, we're going to kick your butt. Takes on AK-47, tries to shoot her, nothing happens. Who can stop her? Then suddenly, out of nowhere, a motorcycle shoots forward and almost hits Batfy Claw, jumps over and lands. Oh no, who is this mysterious figure? As you can guess, they touch the heart shape on their neck and say, Honey! Flash! And it turns into Cutie Honey-san, the warrior of love and justice. And she is there to kick the shit out of Batfly Claw. And she does it in spectacular fashion, even though she does get injured, but she uses her powers to great T. And for those who don't know, Honey is a. Well, she has the ability to transform into different forms. So her clothes burst off, her hair changes, and she turns into different forms, different uh, clothing, different garb, different weapons. And as she changes, she uses, utilizes all the powers differently. And she has a beating. Batfly Claw, and all should be good. She's a vigilante who saved the day. Life is going to be good. And no, Natsuko immediately arrests her and says, "You're going to jail because you murdered that person, and there's also manslaughter, and you caused some other problems because you beat up all the minions from Panther Claw. These really cool-looking minions who wear black suits, hats, and masks, and have gold guns. And she beat all up. She's going to be arrested. And Who can help her out? But another figure shows up. And he is an investigative reporter with a nice camera. This is Hayami Seiji. He is an investigative reporter who may or may not work for the CIA. Who is following this scenario. he tries to say, Hey, Natsuki-chan, let me give you your phone number and uh, leave her alone. She didn't do anything wrong. I have the pictures right here. And they both get arrested. So, next day, Natsuki wants to interrogate Honey and Honey has been let go for reasons we don't understand. And then after some other scenarios we discover the truth. Professor Kisaragi, the creator of the I system or the air element simplifier technology, was hired by US and Japan to create the ultimate cyborg warrior. And he had two projects that he worked on. Prototype Jill and prototype Honey. And when he put it in the first cyborg, Jill, she for some reason was unable to access the air element simplifier or the eye, we'll call it the eye system because it makes a lot more sense. She's unable to utilize it because she's heartless and mean and cruel. So the second prototype, Honey, was designed to be more realistic. She has a heart she's someone who is raised as a human and is, treats the world as a human should and her job is she is someone who loves and so she has the ability to use the eye system to its full potential which is why she's able to transform when she says honey chan and kick butt also interesting fact she has to eat in order to use the power so that's why she's constantly eating like a like a sailor moon big anime character eating lots of bowls of soup and sauce because Otherwise, she's not able to perform the transformation because it takes a huge toll on her body. And Professor Kisaragi is trying to make, keep the eye system out of the hands of Sister Jill because Sister Jill, because she was unable to feel, is a horrific human, well, horrific monster. And she is going to destroy the world if she gets a hold of technology. So Sister Jill has created Panther Claw, this evil organization, to get what she wants. And she causes lots of mayhem and horrific terrible events to occur to get her way. She has minions such as Scissor Claw, which is a an uh, Edward hands looking creature who actually is based on a crab. Go figure. You have Tomahawk Claw, who is... Let's be honest. She looks like a Native American with tomahawks and big boobs, and she's unable to do anything. Then you have Dragon Claw, who is a little girl who turns into a giant dragon. And all of these monsters... Save the day. Well, I don't save the day. They attack the world, and Cutie Honey has to save the day by fighting them. Now, it gets to a point halfway through the series when, because of all of the damage that Panther Claws caused, Natsuki ends up getting suspended for a few months. So what is she going to do? She has to do something, and she has to protect Cutie Honey because Professor Kisaragi has become detained for reasons I don't want to spoil. So what can they do? they're going to hide her in a school. So they end up sending her to a private academy where she will be safe, the St. Chapel Academy, and she'll be safe there. Unfortunately, things are not what they seem, and things may be very different. And how the series ends? Well, it ends at a cliffhanger and does not go any further, which is really a shame because this is a, a very contemporary adaptation of Cutie Honey. If you remember from the original review back in 84, Episode 85, I talked about how Natsuki, uh, Honey's best friend, was a screaming crybaby, essentially just a damsel in distress. They have updated her to be this badass warrior chick who doesn't take shit from nobody. She is in charge of her department, and all of the guys are her slaves, and not her sex slaves. They even pointed out, because one day she tells them they have to do stuff for her, and they think, oh, maybe it'll be sex slave stuff. No, she has them coming in shifts to her house to clean it up, but not touch anything, and water her plants, which she loves like there's no tomorrow. However, you find out later that when one of her plants is saved by Honey, Honey has the ability to metamorphosize and make plants grow, which is kind of cool. It's very honest and relaxing and pretty, well, it's a nice change to the character itself. Panther Claw, is still Panther Claw, the evil, abominous organization. Which we don't know too much about the actual Panther Claw, but Sister Jill, the "quote unquote" leader, is a evil version of Honey. I like it has that Proto Man, Mega Man dynamic, where the older, the first prototype, the reason why they're a failure is because they're not human enough, and the more successful hero is human enough. It's the one who has the heart and feelings and has wants and goals and dreams. I really do enjoy that. Also, a nice little thing that Shimpaya Toy did in this series is he made lots of callbacks and references to other going-to-guy series. Now, this has been done before in other Cutie Honey series. Also, it's been done in the uh, Devilman manga readaptation and the Violence Jack remake. They always put a little bit of something. It's like the Osamu Tezuka star system where you have these other characters cameoing, and this one specifically, it's the scientist who let Sister Jill escape from the U.S. facility where she was locked up was Dr. Lawrence Hell. Yes, Dr. Hell from Mazinger. He has returned, but we don't see him, which is a shame because I would have loved to see Mazinger show up or see uh, Koji Kabuto show up. Now, the designs are based off of the 2000 for live-action Cutie Honey movie. So it's got a little bit of modern swing to it. And all the other character designs are reminiscent of the old ones. The motorcycle looks like the motorcycle from all the other ones. The dancer-photographer look is still the same look. The look that Seiji has is the same as every other series possible. Now, there's a couple of other callbacks, a couple of other surprise characters, and... I've got to say, it's a nice, refreshing look at this great series, and it's a great entry point to the series. They do lessen the lesbianic undertone in this series as opposed to the original one where it was kind of obvious that it has a lot of girl-girl action. This is not as much, but it's still there. And it fits the series, but that's always been the case with Cutie Honey. It has that feeling of kind of that LGBT feel, but a little bit of regular boy-girl romance thrown in, and a lot of action-adventure. Now, as I said, the art style is great, the, ca- the characters are great, the plot is great. Now, the cons of the series. Now, one, the big con is, as I said, this is an incomplete series. It was never finished. And at the end of the manga, they actually talk about how there was supposed to be another three volumes that it was originally planned for. Because the author was trying to write this huge arc, and he said, I was going to finish this in three volumes. But then he got a letter from his editor saying, you finished the series by chapter 10. So he had to rush the ending. So he threw in a bunch of things and thought, this is this kind of work. No, this will be work. This will... And it fizzles out because it's an incomplete ending. But he did leave a nice foreword that's in the manga release that talks about his feelings about how the series would have ended and where it would have gone. There's also a lot of really delicate and intricate designs in the back of the characters and how they were redesigned over time, from Sister Jill to Cutie Honey to Natsuka Chan. I've got to say, I really like it. And with the updates and with that, I have to give this series a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky because it is really, really good. And I highly do recommend it because it is Cutie Honey. Anything by a Guy, I really. Always endorse, and this one is a faithful adaptation that has been remade for the present. And more importantly than that, it's one which anybody could follow and enjoy. The only shame is you're not going to get that nice, crisp ending to it. So, with hope, you guys agree with that. If you don't agree, email me, Zansparkin.com, or email me, sparkin at gmail.com, or you could. Check out our old review of Cutie Honey and see how it compares to this one. Let me know what you think, what the difference is. Also, random question of the day is going to be, what would you do with the AE system? Sorry, the I system. Would you use it to make lots of money, or would you use it to have superpowers and fight bad guys? Let me know in the show notes below. And now that that is done, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for, and what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only... Except no substitute. Now, What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And each slot has a manga title associated with it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin this Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on let's review in the next episode of the spark and Manga Review, episode 284. And I'm really excited because that is 16 away from episode 300. I'm going to keep saying this until we hit episode 300. So we're going to spin and see what we're going to do. Good spin number 10. That's kind of cool. So, in the next episode of the spark and manga I'm gonna be reviewing an adaptation of one of the greatest mangas of all time, but written by the god of manga himself, Osamu Tezuka. So, in the next episode, we're gonna be talking about Atom Cat, the parody homage to Astro Boy. Check it out next time and we'll see how this manga goes if it's really worth it or if it is a terrible manga. We're gonna find out. Uh, before I forget, thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it, and I hope you guys stick around a lot longer. We've got lots of great manga coming out and a lot of great reviews coming out. I hope you guys have a great day, and this is your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Read more manga, and catch you next time.